Before we get started, I'd like to dedicate this episode to the memory of my grandfather, William Eugene Rivers, or as we knew him, Papa. He was a great man, loved by many, and he was a man that loved many with everything he had. Few things made him happier in this life than spending time with those he cared about. And he'll be missed by me as well as many others. Love you, Pop. This one's for you. Welcome once again to the Ebone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 317th time on this Friday, December 30th, 2022. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Unbrotherlike Conduct. Brothers will be brothers, and part of being a brother means impersonating your sibling to get out of trouble. And especially when you're a twin like I am, much less an identical mirror twin, this question comes up a lot. Oh, so you're a twin, right? Does that mean you guys pretend to be each other from time to time? And the answer to that is no. I've been confused with him a few times, sure, but what we're talking about this week is a bit different than what happened in my situation. A man in Bloomfield, Florida, was arrested for making fraudulent claims on his brother's identity to, of all things, return stuff to Walmart. Honestly, I can't imagine why you would do something like that. If you're returning something for your brother, hear me out. Just return it. Chances are the employees don't care who returns the stuff just as long as it gets back to them. If they need a return, as long as the item gets back to that desk, it doesn't matter if the person who originally bought it brings it in, or if their mom brings it in, or if their dad brings it in, if their brother brings it in, or even if their dog brings it in. I don't know. Also, I can only see this Dora the Explorer, Swiper the Fox style, taking his driver's license thing working if the two of you look alike, or let's say you're twins. Let's say, for instance, one brother has black hair and the other has red hair. Or what about one brother having a lot of facial hair and the other one's clean shaven? One looks more like his mom and the other looks like his dad. I just can't see it working if that's how the deal's going down. This situation seems a lot to me like those movies where the teenagers try to get into somewhere with a fake ID because eventually somebody's going to find out you're not who you say you are, and then you're going to be up the creek without a paddle. And wait a second, this guy didn't just say he was his brother. He brought in a copy of his brother's driver's license to quote-unquote prove it. And now, as we know, that's illegal, so that's why he was arrested. Moral of this story is you can't be anyone but yourself, and going against that grain just might get you in trouble. And before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like you to hear a word from my friends at McNutter Butter Coffee. (laughs) The morning cup of coffee. It's an American tradition, smooth and full of flavor. Just the thing you need to get your day roaring to a start. But not all coffee is created equal. And if it's quality you crave, choose McNutter Butter Coffee. McNutter Butter is whole beans, so you can grind it yourself with the assurance of the freshest cup possible every time. Try the classic Good Morning Neighbor, a smooth all-day coffee. Enjoy in the morning to start your day or relax in the evening having a cup with a friend. Coffee Doodle Doo, a roast that's fit for a cowboy. With a smoky flavor, 
and a smooth finish. Or my personal favorite, Beanin' For You, the coffee that'll put a pep in your step with some great flavor. You can also freshen up with a McNutter Butter Facial Scrub. The saying is true. The only thing better than our coffee is sharing it with friends. Learn more at McNutterButterCoffee.com. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of 1 John. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 says, And we are confident that He hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases Him. This verse speaks to the subject of prayer, and I want to focus on one particular part of this passage firstly. If we ask anything according to his will. God has a will for our lives. God has a plan for our lives. And one commentary on this verse says, if we ask anything according to his will means that is the proper and necessary limitation to all prayer. It has to be in accordance with his will because God hasn't promised to grant anything that should be away from his will for us. And it couldn't be right that he should do it. He makes no mistakes. We ought not to wish to receive anything that is contrary to his will and what he judges to be right for us as people because he knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows what we need even before we ask for it. And let's take a look at that. God's will for our lives. We know that God's will is good. God's will is perfect. God's will is pleasing. God's will is is eternally right. So what do we have to fear? We can pray and we can come boldly and expectantly towards the throne room of God. And even if some of our prayers aren't answered, even if the answer is no, we can expect that there is something greater on the horizon because God's will is always perfect and he has a better plan. And I think that prayer is a very special thing because we can communicate with the one true and holy sovereign triune God who created us and who planted us here on this earth for a special purpose. Why we shouldn't want to receive anything that's out of the will of God for our lives is because God knows best. God knows what he's doing. God knows his will for our lives because he made us and he can work everything out for our good. Let's trust in him today, friends. Because he hears us, and he makes a way. Sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is Rules of Hallmark Movies. The first rule of Hallmark Movies is, must include several varieties of cheese. Hey, I'm down with this one. I am 100% in favor. I love cheese. In fact, I haven't had one that I don't like, but I would be willing to continue the search if for no other reason than to give me more cheese to eat. So if you have any to spare on set, bring them to me. I am a cheese head, and I'm not even a Green Bay Packers fan. The next rule of Hallmark movies is problems must be obvious, but no one can admit to them or address them until the end. You know, I'm convinced those problems could be fixed by members of the audience because we're the ones watching. As many times as we've seen these movies, we can probably fix them in no time flat. We notice them before anyone else does. Would we be equipped to fix them? 
Now that, I don't know, but I'm confident someone could who's watching. The third response reads, main character overhears a conversation and gets the wrong end of the stick. That's a lot more true to life than most of us would probably like to admit. It happens to me all the time, and I'm not even in a movie. Join the club. Come on in. But hang on, before you come in, you might have to push a few people out of your way because we're getting kind of crowded in here. And the last response to the hashtag rules of Hallmark movies is, your elementary school crush would have never gotten married and lived a lonely rest of her life if you hadn't came back to your hometown. I mean, what else is supposed to happen? There's no use in denying it. We all saw the sparks fly during that game of Heads Up, Seven Up, and Miss Whoever's class. This brings a whole new meaning to Deck the Halls. I know Christmas was last week, but we need to address this. A man from Florida was feeling a little less than festive, to say the least, when his wife asked him to help with dinner. So here's what went down. The Lakeland Sheriff's Office got wind of a domestic dispute happening. And when they got to this guy's house, he had hit his wife with a Christmas tree. And keep in mind, this was all because she'd asked him to help make dinner. Oh yeah, and she also splashed him when she was putting a spoon in the sink, which I think caused him to lose his temper. Do I agree with it? No, not at all. I mean, just because somebody wants your help, you don't lash out and commit Christmas-themed assault on them. He was later released on $8,000 bail. Now, they say he had been under the influence of things, but still, that's no excuse. Christmas time comes with a lot of things, but an injury to someone you love shouldn't be one of them. That is never okay. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.